kind of circumstances and situations I meet with people that are telling me their troubles. But Yahweh's still faithful and he's still on the throne. There's something Yahweh began to put in my heart this morning. He said, you've got to continue engaged during this time. You know, I appreciate those that are coming to the actual house meeting of the Lord. But the house meeting of the Lord is not really this place as much as it is us coming together and joining together. Which we'll do the next couple of weeks. We'll probably for the next two weeks we'll be on Zoom. So I'd encourage you at 10 o'clock to join us on Zoom. Um, we will send you out a link. And uh, if you have any questions, you'll get with um, Christopher. Because he knows how to do it a little better than me. Since I don't know how to do it at all. At this point. But I will. I'll learn how to do it. But I was thinking this morning. And I guess this is just the pastoral side out of me. As I'm driving through these buildings. And there's, there's cars. They would have thousands of cars there. And hundreds of cars there. And, and they didn't have none. And I'm thinking. Well they must be live streaming. They must be live streaming. And live streaming is a good answer. It's better than nothing. Okay. But on the same hand. What's happening to the children? What's happening to youth? What happened to the 50% of the average church that don't even want to go to church this morning? You know what I'm saying? It's really like a, a checkup from the neck up for the body of Christ during this time. I'm not personally worried about coronavirus. It cannot come down my dwelling. It just can't touch me. I don't know what it is. God told me this. It just can't. You need to receive that for yourself. You know, I'm going to have Gustav talk a little bit more about legislation. Why? Because we need to learn this by walking in the legislation of Yahweh against these things so that we don't have fear in our life that we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks everyone says gloom, doom, whatever I don't, I, all I know it's well with the righteous but on the same hand I, I know people that have gotten sick I've heard of friends that have gotten sick church folks has gotten sick but Yahweh's still on the throne I don't understand all that I don't know, but if you're a son, I don't know. And I'm not supposed to curse in church no more, but it's really peeing me off. The resistance this thing has against the body of Christ. Is it the right word, resistance? Like they're still moving toward us, even though that we're legislating against them. So something just to take note. Like I said, it could have been the Lord put my pastor's hat on this morning just to see, you know, what, what really is happening in the spirit realm what needs to happen in each individual life you should take it serious I don't mean serious like oh I'm afraid some disease is going to get upon me I, I don't mean that at all if anything you should walk in the faith and the belief that that thing would die if it contacts with you and you need to declare and decree this over you this is why I declare and decree I say if John G. Lake can do it I should be able to do it you know I've had the enemy tell me well what if you get sick listen to what you're saying out of your mouth I say, I'll still say this out of my mouth but I don't think I'm going to get sick. Why? The blood covenant of Yeshua that's inside of me is stronger and greater than that which is of a disease. Or else you just walk in fear. You don't want to walk in fear. Fear will move you out of the mountain of the Lord. You should be seated in the mountain of the Lord during this time. You should go in your dwelling place. When I went to church, I, I went in my seated position and I went and I got in my dwelling place before Yahweh. And he said, dwell with me in this place. The world's not going to end. It's not over. That doesn't mean, though, we won't feel. Some of us won't. Some of us had some good situations. Some of you won't. I mean, Damon's talking about so much work and stuff. Maybe he won't feel the economics. I know Marguerite's feeling the economics. I pastor a small church. I know I'm feeling the economics. You know, if you don't have a guaranteed income right now, you're feeling the economics. And you just can't get away from it. 
But Yahweh's still on the throne. With that note, <laughs> be faithful in your giving. <laughs> uh, you know, pastors mostly hate to deal with that. I have to tell people to be faithful in their giving. But my people are faithful. You know, we won't be meeting for a few weeks. I've had a few people ask me, well, what do you want me to do? If you need me to pick it up, I'll pick it up. You want to mail it? If mail is still working, you can mail it. Or you want to come by, you can come by. You know, just call me and we'll work it out. But I'm not hounding no one to pay tithes or offerings or trade. You need to do that out of your spirit, just like if we were meeting. Does that make sense? Church bills go on just like yours. Blah, blah, blah. Your honor to God has nothing to do with this meeting place. And I don't want to really make a big deal about that. But on the other hand, I need you to engage Yahweh just like you would. And if you don't show up on a Sunday service, I need you to engage Yahweh. So we're going to be doing this on Sundays. Um, also, this Thursday night, I'll be on Zoom with uh, Daniel Cook for the Hebrew letters. So I'm their guest speaker. So you want to turn into that. I don't know how. It's through Zoom, though. It's through this app. So download the Zoom app. I think it's free. Is it free? Does anybody know? All right. Yeah, Zoom is free. But is this class free that's going on this Thursday? Okay. There's only 100 people, so you have to sign up for it quickly because uh, only 100 people, and they're expecting more than 100 people want to come to this class. All right, so that's this Thursday at 7 o'clock. I think you can sign in around 6.45. All right, and so uh, me and Daniel will be putting that class on, and uh, they, they called me up, Daniel asked me to do it. And so Yahweh said, do it. So I said, okay, great. So I encourage you to listen, hear what Yahweh's saying, and engage with us. Also, uh, Mystic Class. And all these other classes, we're going to be basically doing Zoom. I'll text you and let you know sometime. This week, of course, I'm doing the Daniel things. So I don't have to do something in the middle of the week. Um, next week, we'll probably have some form of a mystic class. And um, I'll do it from Zoom. For just, I, I, I guess, the next couple of weeks. I'm not sure what the law is out there. Some people told me you can meet if you're under 50. Some people said 10. I don't know. But I'll use wisdom for a couple of weeks as much as I can handle it. And um, we'll just see what Holy Ghost says. And we can get one-on-ones if we have to. But I encourage you to engage. Now, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't, I would not change your mindset from anything you were doing before this. But I would encourage you to get the mind of Christ while you're doing what you're doing. One thing I don't want to be is a um, presumptuous minister. Presume that I know the mind and the will of Yahweh on the completeness of this and act like, oh, there's nothing happening. Because that would be as foolish as well. Because there really is something happening. If it's not health-wise, it's economic. If it's not economic, it's social. I mean, you can't even give someone a hug no more. I'm a hugger. I send out my Facebook hugs. I, I, I still hug a few, you know. I'm just talking on the natural side because you live in the natural side. We'll get to the spiritual in just a little bit. But it's all spiritual. You're one. Not, not today, but I really soon, I prefer if we do it in a setting that we're here sitting together. Um, but I really want Gustav to help teach with me on the spirit, soul, and body becoming one. This is something that uh, Gustav's been speaking into my life. 
and something he really spoke to me a lot about when we went to Texas, and God's been showing me stuff and working with it. And it's a wing dinger. Let me help you. Why does everything you say bring so much fire? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, uh, you know, son of fire. What are you? <laughs> What's your name? No wonder. <laughs> Don't worry. I allow the fire to burn and burn and burn and burn and burn and burn. I'm a stubborn little booger, I found out. Anyone else here stubborn other than me? Huh? Uh, stubborn, a little stubborn. You know? It's okay to be stubborn. Let me go ahead and share the word of the Lord with you. It's okay to be stubborn. Just continue to move forward. Sooner or later, that which is stubborn in you will get burnt up out of you. Just have Gustav pray for you once, that's all. Just have him pray for you. Just, I don't know, mess up your world. It's pretty good. Hallelujah. But we'll engage a little bit. And you at home, I want you to engage a little bit. But what I want to do is, I want, right now I just want us to engage personally for yourself. But in a little bit, I just want to touch the city. And the region and the nation for the fear that is trying to run through. The Lord reminded me this morning, I think I said it last week or the week before, I saw this like hurricane tornado of healing going through the country. Yahweh reminded me of that and said, we got to come in agreement with what Yahweh said he's going to do because it's well with the righteous. Some things may change. I'm not sure. Everyone's got a lot of toilet paper at their house, I hear. I mean, I even have a few extra rolls. Come on. Who does not have extra toilet paper in their house? And you didn't get extra toilet paper? Don't come to me. And what about you? Okay. Well. Oh, they have the rough side. Paper towels. I don't understand why toilet paper is such in high demand. I wish I would have bought stock in toilet paper before this happened. But uh, it just shows the human side. You know, one thing I love about Yahweh, he's so funny. He don't judge us. When I pray about this. He's like, it just shows the human side. I, I don't understand why the toilet paper and I almost understand water other than it comes out your spigot. Oh, God. For those that are watching, we can't explain what that tutorial is. Just go to her Facebook. That's all. You'll learn how to use non-toilet paper ways from her Facebook. You know, I'd encourage you all to stay in touch with each other. Don't let this be something that gets you out of your routine. I remember even talking to Jeremy, and his concern wasn't the money, though I'm sure that's a concern, but it was people losing their lack of luster for life. They were in a habit of, I'm going to come work out. I'm going to come get fit, and then all of a sudden, they're getting a little lazy. I was thinking this morning, how many of these people are really live streaming? How many woke up, and they're really zoomed into the word of the Lord, and say, I want to hear and engage Yahweh today. Maybe 50% of the average church. Maybe. How many is moving heaven today? 
this is going to pass. Now, I don't know if we'll ever look the same when this is over. I'm not sure what I'm hearing and seeing in the heavens, but I see, for me, I've seen all kind of colors are shooting to the heavens. I don't know what's carried on those colors. But I saw them just shooting through. So it's showing me God in himself and his greatness is inside of whatever's going on in the earth. So fear not. Well, what if I get sick and die? Well, I'll see you in glory. Sorry, move on. But you can't worry about it. Can't be in fear or apprehension of Yahweh's will. It's kind of like this. Um, you have to, God knows the future. Correct? He knows. He knows where you're at. He knows where you're at. He knows where I'm at. He knows where each one of you at. I'm going to tell you something. He's not really concerned about what's happening in the earth. He's concerned about what's happening with you. The sun rising up in the earth. I want you to get that in your spirit. Sun rising up in the earth. I keep going to the matrix thing that God keeps showing me, and, and the bullets will come, and He goes. You know, the church ain't dead yet. I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe we can learn the first part of where we can move. can't quite move like that sooner or later I think this is great what's going on this reset that's what I feel like on this reset I don't know I keep hearing this button reset and I believe it's a spiritual reset yeah I don't know what that means when he fires the gold uh-huh right is the draw scene Draws. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, I mean, I tell myself about everything. Um, I put a joke on, on Facebook about, uh, oh, yeah, I just wanted to start working out. And <laughs> during coronavirus, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I just had my mind made up, right? I was like, I'm going to do something, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not ready to be my son yet. Sooner or later, I'll get to the, this gym. You know, but I really was like, I got to do something. got to do something. got to do something. Right? Well, that's kind of like a reset when Gustav was sharing with me about loving your body and loving your soul. In my private time, I had to go and I physically had tears coming out of my eyes. Because when you deal with yourself, you'll find out about yourself. And if you don't feel with, deal with yourself... You'll live through life as you think you are. And I had to go deal with myself for not loving my body. Now this is part of the reset. So I keep hearing this word reset in my spirit all week. And yeah, maybe it's an economic reset in the earth, uh, religious reset, whatever. But I know for me, you have to find out what Yahweh is saying for you. Everything is good and pleasurable unto God and to the sons of God. Oh, but you don't understand. How could this be good and pleasurable to God? Everything is good and pleasurable unto the sons of God. Why? It's your perceptive of what you see. You can see disaster around you or you can see God's doing something. 
You can see people losing jobs. Or you can see maybe their future is brighter than it's ever been. I mean, I have the cleanest hands that I've ever had. I mean, I don't do labor work and my hands are starting to look rough from sanitation. But then in this reset, I had to make up my mind and say, well, Craig, coronavirus is here. You're on a keto-ish diet. Keto-ish. Ishy, ishy. That I've been quite faithful to. Well, what are you going to do? Are you just going to say, well, coronavirus is here. I talked to Chris. He went on a diet. And Chris said, the heck with it. Coronavirus is here. I said, well, you can afford to do that. You're 23 years old, and you can allow what's going on on the outside affect your thoughts that you had, that you felt, your intent of your heart. I said, but I'm 55, and I can't allow the thoughts in the, of my heart and the intents of my heart to be challenged by the coronavirus. So when he sat there and ate two Popeye's fried chicken sandwiches in front of me yesterday while I'm driving, because you can only get it through the drive-thru, I sat there with a protein bar and a bottle of water unto the glory of Yahweh. Well, shoot, they're throwing money at that. Well, let me, let me, let me, about a year from now, I'll show you some goods. I never knew my fatness could be a good preaching point. So, you know, of course, I've been trying to do some stuff at house. And last night I tried to do sit-ups. You don't want to see me do sit-ups. It was horrible. But I did them, didn't I? I did do them. And I've been doing some other stuff at the house and just playing around with some little stuff and trying to get myself moving and mobile. And I'm going to be honest with you, you know, I could always, I could hear my son in the background, you know. And it's like, you have to ask yourself, I'm just going to be honest with you, when, when you finally see a fault, when you finally take note of a fault and let it become revelation to you. Now, you can take note of a fault and try to do something about it and it won't work because you took note of it. But it, it didn't become revelation to you. You take note of the fault and become revelation to you. Then all of a sudden, now it's like, what the hell? What am I thinking? So let this time, this challenging time, because no matter what is challenging, there's people right now that can't work because of it. There's people who are afraid to go out their houses. I, I never saw so many cars in the driveways I did this morning on the way to church. And then passing the church and having no cars. And I was like, God, am I getting arrested this morning? What the world's going on? Did I get not get the news? So I drove up and I sat in my car a little bit and a state trooper passed by right through this parking lot. And I did not get out of my car. <laughs> I tried to act like I was holy, like I was praying a little extra, preparing, you know. <laughs> I was so happy. And I was like, well, the law is 50 and Trump's at 10, but the law is actually in the city is 50. And we don't have 50 yet at this point. So we'll do fine. Though we are going to do Zoom for the next two weeks. And so, but please be there. Please at 10 o'clock, turn your Zoom on. If you need to learn how to work Zoom, please call Chris on the week. And have him walk you through it to set it up. It doesn't cost you any money. It's 100% free. 
Okay, you can do it on your phone, you can do it on your computer, you can do it on your laptop, you can do it wherever you want. And we're going to have a full service. What are we going to do? I don't know. We'll see it then. I'll be shooting it live from probably my office. And uh, will you be able to join me for that, sir? All right, Gustav will be with me. And so uh, I don't know if you want to drive all the way over here and play music in my office. Okay, all right. So we'll give you a full service next Sunday and uh, the next Sunday. And hopefully after that, this whole thing will be slowed down enough that we can come back and uh, go and do the will of Yahweh here. But I really just want you, I can't get this out of my spirit. It's like, I want you to allow this to have its perfect work in your life. Allow it to have its perfect work in your life. Even the people that are afraid of dying, let it have its perfect work in your life. Embrace it. I'm not saying embrace the fear, but what? So what? I will not give up my freedom of one moment of living life to be afraid of something that would only transcend me to be with my father. God, I'm talking some big talk. You better make sure I don't get sick. I'm a baby when I get sick. You don't want me. You be, I, listen, I like company when I get sick too. So he'd be like, I can't come see you, the Coronas. I'll have to have like eight live streams around me talking to me all day long. I don't do sickness good. Yeshua. Our life is inside of you. Life's inside of you. There's nothing to fear but fear itself. If you let fear, you'll walk around in fear in your house. Even though you think you're safe, you'll walk around in fear in your house. Hear me, I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit's saying. You can be in your house, locked up from everybody, and you'll be afraid. Quarantine yourself from your own emotions of God. God is not supposed to be quarantined right now. If anything, he should be flooded with your presence. What if you're not perfect? Well, join the club. Get seated under the blood. That's the passageway. Yeshua is the passageway, not me, not you. This is the greatest time to be a Christian. Yes, it is. Greatest time to be a son. Yes, it is. Think about it. We can't lose either way. Death has no sting. I don't believe that coronavirus is the way I want to transcend out of here. I'm going to go ahead and throw it up to you. But it ain't what the religious world is saying either. God's judgment is not on the earth. His blood covenant is on the earth. Well, why is this thing running rapid? I don't know. I've heard many people, many ministers, many of this, many of that say all kinds of different things. And I was discussing that on the way here this morning because I'm not quite sure why is it running so rapid. I'm going to sit here and lie to you and say I know that answer. But I do know the answer. No matter if it's running rapid or not, I go into him. I go and sit myself into him. That virus is no different than any other obstacle in my life. And I go sit in him and find myself in him. And when I find myself in him, 
I'm under the love and the protection and the blood covenant of the surety of Christ Yeshua and the plan of Yahweh that's written on my scroll. And my scroll says, you can't come touch me. You don't have no authority in me. And not just the sickness, but the fear of it. I really wasn't going to talk too much about Corona this morning because it's really, but you know, I mean, there's a real world that everyone's dealing with this. Uh, try not to watch too much news, please. I'm not a news watcher. I've watched a little more news than I should lately. They're not speaking too positive. They will put you, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll put you worried and thinking and crazy and this and that and blah and blah. No, why don't you turn on the heavenly TV? Turn on the heavenly realm of what Yahweh's saying about this. But yet, what you're saying about this, that's really what Yahweh's been putting in my heart. What are you saying about it? What am I saying about it? I can only speak for my life. You can only speak for your life. Yahweh came to me a Saturday ago, and I woke up that morning. He said, this will not come out of your dwelling place. Don't fear. It's going to pass soon. That's all I know from me. I can't say that's your word, but I can tell you it's in the word, and you can go find it for yourself and see if the Lord would bear witness for you. Am I getting too close to the camera? All right. Y'all see my beautiful face? Hello out there. love you. just want you to hear from Yahweh. I feel his presence so strong. He's so incredible. He's so incredible. Why don't you just engage Holy Spirit and those that are watching you know, uh, hopefully I don't know if you can hear the music. We can raise the music just a little bit. Just engage Yahweh for a few moments before we go into the service. You say, what's all that? It's just an introduction to get our mindset at peace. That the Prince of Peace can walk among you. You know, I went to go set before the Lord the other day and I had all kinds of thoughts in my mind. And it's like, why are you letting all those thoughts of distraction in your mind? I was trying to prepare myself before the Lord and try to fit into my own righteousness and thinking, oh, well, maybe that wasn't good, Lord, or maybe this wasn't good. He's like, what are you doing? Come sit in me. I am the righteous one that's in you. You couldn't get up here if you wanted to on your own. It's okay. I'll hang out with you, Daddy. What a good God we have. Wouldn't you consider him to be a good God? A good friend? One that sticks closer than a brother? Isn't that what the Word says? He's a healer too, just in case you're wondering. He heals in the up here. God's still a healer. He's on the throne. Divine health also. Unless yes, you walk in divine health. Change into the image of Yahweh himself. If this is not awakened for the church, I know it's awakened for me. That we should be able to walk through these things that cannot bother us. I mean, that's what it says in the word. Everybody's been quoting Psalms 91, but who lives Psalms 91? I'm not there yet. I'm not ready to. John G. Lake went and put the plague in his hand and said, watch it die. I ain't ready to do that. 
was talking to Chris about that. We we're engaging Yahweh about this because this is frustrating me. And Chris said, well, that's why he's John G. Lake. <laughs> but isn't this available for all sons? Take us to the place that's before your face, Yahweh, that we become like you in this earth. I don't know about you, but it makes me hunger so much for Yahweh, the fullness of Yahweh. I can't tell you how much this coronavirus makes me hunger for Yahweh. If anything, because of it was a barometer, our thermometer meeting of where the church is at and our walk with Yahweh. And we've learned a lot. We've been talking about legislation. I'm going to have uh, Gustav share a little bit about legislation again so you can walk it out in your own life going through the courts a little bit but isn't it isn't there a place that we can come to that it is nigh will not come nigh us isn't there that place that we can actually come to as a body of believers not just one of us or two of us not trying to be selfish I want it for myself but I want it for you as well there's a place if you read the word and when Moses it's the first five plagues went to everyone Egypt and Israel but the next five plagues didn't touch Israel when's that shift happened that the plague comes and they come up to the righteous why is the president or someone else not going to a prophet of the Lord today or in our words an oracle of the Lord or a chancellor or whatever I am and saying can you give us the answer yes go drink three pints of this and two of this and that is that and it's done like the word of the Lord where is the word of the Lord alive I'm not challenging the church with this and I'm not challenging God with this but this is just what's going on in my life the hospitals are opening up and the churches are closing down because there's a sickness something isn't 100% correct with that And I don't believe it's the hand of God that's running virus through the earth. It's an inadequacy of sons rising up and taking their right position and doing what we need to do to get it done. And that's not a judgment. We're just now learning this stuff. But I know it's possible. Y'all know my funny testimony I gave you when Gustav invited me to do a conference with him in the middle of a hurricane that I did not want to go to. And I called him that morning like a wimp, and he rebuked me, and I got off the phone like, boy, do I feel like a wimp. But I can tell you one thing, that man legislating the hurricane didn't show up. We were long gone before anything crossed our path. And that thing was heading for us at the time we're going to be there. I'm thinking, this guy's nuts. I'm like, he must be from Africa. Over here, hurricanes, you leave. I leave. That's the first hurricane I never left for. They say hurricane, I don't care. Level one, level half. Level one third. I'm going to visit Cousin Steve in Birmingham and watch it on CNN. During Katrina, I watched my house get destroyed. Everything I lost to my name, I watched it on CNN eating at uh, Jim and Nick's barbecue. And this guy's saying, come to the meeting. Tell the storm not to bring death. It's not meant to. It's supposed to nourish the earth. 
I'm thinking this dude's some crack or something. I don't know. I'm like, Gustav is at a spiritual level that I've just not obtained. <laughs> it was a hard rebuke, but it made me begin to believe what you were saying. I said, I want to change and be like that. Well, I'm there again, sir. I want to change and be like that. Because if anyone should have a line out the door, it shouldn't be Walmart this morning. It should be this house saying, oh, you got Corona? Come on in. We'll just take care of that. We will get there. I'll see that in my life. We'll get there. Or better yet, that's only the first stage of the matrix. That's when he's dodging the bullets. I'd like to get to the point where I just say, and Corona's gone that day and I never hear of it again. I've legislated against it. Hopefully you have, to you. But it's still going out there and it's still running rapid. It really upsets me. Man, I'm telling you what, I saw in the spirit. Maybe this is for the future, clearly, because I'm not accomplishing it yet. But just because you can't accomplish something doesn't mean you shouldn't dream it. And I saw my hand going up in the heavens and like a whirlwind, when I was spinning it and it was like the air vapor of the air was coming together like a snake, like really like a tail of a dragon. And I'm going like this and it was a coronavirus and I was boom, done. Now he says, that's what's possible. Well, can you do it, Craig? I ain't lying to you. I'll call Gustav, see if he can do it. I can't do that yet. But I can dream it. I can dream this. I can dream the day, according to the prophecy, if you read the book that this thing was prophesied about, it's coming back in 10 years. That's what it said in that prophecy. It showed up about coronavirus coming this year. It's going to come back in 10 years. I can dream the 10 years from now, I can stop it. Or you can stop it. Or someone, for God's sake, stop it. See, it hasn't affected us enough because someone next to us that we love haven't died. But I watched someone die. It's not a pleasant sight. We just don't know our God enough. I'm just telling you, that's what coronavirus is doing to me. It's making me want to believe for more to get to a place that I actually can rule and reign in the earth. I don't want it just to be Apostle Paul. Wasn't the snake that bit him and he didn't die? The viper. Shook it off into the fire. When's that going to really happen? talking doubt and fear and unbelief I'm just saying we got to come to a point with Yahweh that we can be Yahweh in the earth so how do you get that I don't know personally I don't know I have one desire to keep my face focused on him that I may become like him I'll tell you what he just told me though he said the ox lion eagle and man will show you the way I don't even know what that means, but I will go engage that this week. I think it's within the, the governmental stance of the ox lion eagle man that's the faces itself in God that's upon you, that's in me, that will lead the way. 
to take care of this nonsense. Hallelujah. Don't we serve an incredible, awesome God? I would ask you to increase your engagement time with Yahweh this week. Not for anyone else. I don't want to not be selfish right now, um, but really for yourself. Build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Engage in Yahweh. So the upcoming events that's going to happen over the next few weeks, depending on what the government's going to do and how tight they're going to make the states and all this craziness that's going to happen, that you, it will be well with. And that you will not be moved by uncertainty. We like comfortability and familiarity, do we not? And uncomfortability is here. Why do you think all the toilet paper sold? It was getting comfortable. People going to get something I ain't got, right? Hamburger meat is back at Walmart. Just want to let y'all know. There's, there's no shortage of food. It's just coming. Once everyone stopped buying a year's supply. And most people I know, their freezers are full. <laughs> That's one out of a hundred, though. Two. Well, y'all get hungry, y'all come see me. Because mine's full. <laughs> Father, I thank you for prophetess. I'll tell you, it's the simple things of the earth that loves Yahweh that brings him great pleasure. And prophetess Bacon, you bring Yahweh great pleasure. You may drive everyone else crazy, but you make God happy. You make God happy. I was talking about the church. <laughs> you just keep doing what you're doing. Yahweh, you're so good. Why don't you just do that right now? Just meditate on his goodness. Your attitude will affect your altitude. But I'm asking you to take that attitude and put it in the spirit and transcend to the other side and see yourself in Zion place of no sickness or disease or infirmity. Yahweh, I worship you. You're so good. Your mercy endures forever. You're so good. Come on, forget everything. Forget coronavirus. Forget, oh, will I have money to pay my bills? Forget about employees are getting fired. Forget all that for a moment. Forget about all the aggravations of your life or problems with your children or family or spouses or uh, whatever, sickness or disease or infirmity. Forget all that. And just think of this one thing. Think on this one thing Paul declares. Those things which are good and pure and lovely are a good report. And I'll tell you the good report of the Lord that Yahweh's on the throne and suns are rising in the earth. He's good. He's good. Yeshua is good. Holy Ghost is good. Come on, right where you're at, even live stream, just begin to worship Yahweh together and tell Him how good He is.
Become his delight this morning. Become his Eden this morning. Become a place of dwelling for him. Yes, Yahweh. Yes, Yahweh. Yes, Yahweh. Yeshua, we say yes. You are glorious. 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 Oh, yeta para para boho shea ya mo ya ye alagoale yumala yeta oye sheko ai ma alado ye na ma. I want to encourage you to do something I just saw in the spirit. You know, I showed you before how, like from the movie Avatar, when you walk, the earth can feel you and it changes colors and frequencies. Well, Yahweh just spoke to me clearly and he said, I've not sent this disease. I've not sent a curse to my people. He said, but the earth has cried out against the wickedness of the world. And he said, the earth is crying out against the wickedness of the world and it must be nourished by the blood of Yeshua. So what you want to do is you want to take yourself as a son or a daughter and you want to, wherever you go, walk with the blood of Yeshua and heal the earth. Because it's crying out. I don't mean just the scripture that talks about the moaning and groaning for sons to arise. I'm talking about what I heard in my spirit. The earth is crying out against the, the evilness of the day. But a son can minister and nourish the earth by the blood covenant of Yeshua. And we bring peace. Yahweh told me this morning, I put it on Facebook, make peace with Yahweh. And at first I was like, okay, make peace with Yahweh. Let me see if I have any sin in my heart. And you know, the, the natural man tries to deal with the flesh right away, right? Oh, it must be that. And I think it was too. But what I'm hearing right now, he said, being making peace with Yahweh is making peace to nourish that which he's given you responsibility over to govern in the earth. He's given you and me the responsibility to govern the earth. And the earth is crying out and saying, abomination, abomination, abomination has come in my doorstep. Bring peace. So I walk in and I bring peace. I bring shalom. I bring the blood covenant that ministers and flows from the very veins of Elohim inside of me. And to the earth and into the region and to the nations. That's your answer during this time bring peace to the earth I bring peace to the earth I bring blood covenant of Yahweh to the earth I bring peace so just the last few moments of engaging that's what I want you to do I, 
I want you to set your mind on a place. Maybe it's your house. Maybe it's your business. And I want you to bring and saturate the shalom peace that's equipped with the blood covenant and the frequency of the DNA of Yeshua the Christ that's inside of you. And bring peace to it. Whether you know someone's sick or you know someone lost their job or you know someone's going through this, bring peace to the earth and say, earth, be still around that person. Don't cry out around that person. Oh, let them feel the blood covenant. So when I walk in the blood covenant, the earth, it goes, oh, our son is here. Our son is here. I must then give of my wealth to the son. That doesn't just mean money. That's health, atmosphere, peace, security, foundation. The fullness of life is inside of the earth. Well, this is some weird stuff. I don't know. I don't go around speaking to the earth too much. I'm learning. Well, how do you know if you're qualified to speak to the earth? Are you a son? Yes, there you go. Jesus made me qualified. What about the days you're a stinker? I'm still qualified. If he didn't die, I wouldn't be qualified no matter if I wasn't a stinker or not. So walk in it. Walk in and nourish the earth. I remember I shared this with y'all when the Lord showed me I was going to the movie one day. You can't go to the movie now. My favorite thing to do is go to the show and you can't go. It's got to be of the devil. I've been telling Chris, I want to go to the movie, I want to go to the movie, I want to go to the movie. I thought about driving all the way to Mississippi and sitting in front of the movie and watching a DVD. But I was going on the way to the movie and I saw the courts of heaven come out on I-10 going out to Mississippi. And all of a sudden the courts came before me. All these governors and legislators of heaven and courts and things higher than my pay grade. And they were all sent for me to govern and to govern the earth. And they told me to govern the earth and nourish the earth. I don't know what that meant. Just now learning a little bit. One of the things we need to make sure that we don't get so naive that we think we know everything about everything that's coming down the pike. Because we do not. It's here a little, there a little. Precept upon precept. I even heard, um, I think it was Ian one time talking about that some things he preached today is not what he used to preach. So it's not that he's lying to you. He's preaching the revelation. It's at that hand. I'm preaching revelation at this hand. I may tell you something opposite tomorrow. I'm not crazy. I'm fluent. be the wind he always says about his spirit it's like the wind be the wind be fluid in the spirit of God there's nothing can come by your dwelling place because they can't find you or see you such a good God you're such a good God come on just worship him for a few minutes
Yahweh. Make peace to nourish the earth with Yahweh. He is the Prince of Peace. This is not shocking him. You're not shocking him. I'm not shocking him. And he's still in love with you. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I worship you. Yeshua, I worship you. Come on, engage Holy Ghost, engage Holy Ghost. We honor the four living creatures, Father, the ox, the lion, the eagle, and man. Not just their function, but who they are before you. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. worship you come on stand I'm going to give you opportunity to honor Yahweh with your first your best your tithe your offering your trade your leverage if you're at home if you're giving today just pray over it engage with it if you're not giving today pray over this moment and engage with it and I encourage you all these next few weeks that we're missing to make sure you continue in your giving and honoring of Yahweh. I can sit here and tell you, well, yes, the church has bills and it has to keep going, but that's not why I want you to give. I want you to honor Yahweh. That's what we'll use it for, but I want this is a relationship between you and Yahweh, not a relationship between you and me. Nobody gives me money. So you're giving unto Yahweh. We just I'm the guy that gets to be the executor of it and fully do the responsibilities of the ministry with it. But your honors between you and Yahweh. You can come forward and put it on the podium, please. Engage this moment. It's holy before the Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Yahweh, I worship you. Yahweh, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Some people ask about giving at this time and with the word about money and stuff. Listen, you hear Yahweh, but I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm, I believe I'm supposed to give as much or more than I ever did because I know that's the answer. I trade into Yahweh and he trades right back into me.
may be seated. You know, I have, I have people ask or say, you know, well, what if I miss a service or whatever? Then, you know, that's fine, but this is what's happening right now. But don't change, shortchange the Lord in your giving. You just make it up the next time you come, that's all. Be faithful to Yahweh, not to me. Be faithful to Yahweh. We'll talk about that after service. It's a little bit above my technical pay grade. I can't even take credit cards yet. I've been asked that a few times. But I will learn this week. I'll learn this week. Yes, ma'am. who have allowed the spirit of fear to come in. You want to say the whole thing again so everyone can hear? Holy Spirit is saying that the covering he has given you, we are part of your spiritual household. So therefore that covering covers us. And he has done that because there are those who have allowed the spirit of fear to come in. He's faithful, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. I want to thank you for your faithfulness. Hopefully you can feel that at home. I don't know how this is going to work next week, but we're going to do it. And uh, just engage Yahweh because you know there's no, um, there's no distance with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> as I, and as I'm learning... I can take my spirit and hover over your home next Sunday when we all join together as you connect with me as I'm doing right now. We can be one in the spirit. Hallelujah. I'm just waiting on Gustav, but he had to make a pit stop. And you sense the presence of the Lord? Isn't it awesome? If you have any questions about Zoom or anything we're doing or any things that we're going to do, just please call, talk to Chris. And if he doesn't know the answer, he'll get with other people that does and we'll get it back to you. And definitely don't forget, um, this Thursday, I'll be on Zoom itself. It's going to be awesome with the Hebrew Living Letters. Let's give Gustav a big hand. so much stuff happening in the spirit realm right now it's really exciting there's a lot of sons a lot of daughters that's really activated um, I don't particularly know if I should share what I have in my heart but uh, whether I do whether I don't really doesn't matter Yahweh took me into a place a couple of years ago many many years ago matter of fact it was probably 
just after we came to America, which is about six years ago. And it was before President Trump became president. And the Lord said to me in this journey that I was in, he took me back into a room and we were just talking. And he said to me that America will be taken over by a giant. And I know how much fear that can bring to the body of Christ. But in the same breath, he said, but it will be really good. And there will be a lot of financial blessing coming in to the nations of the world. But sons and daughters of Yahweh will begin to understand what's happening and they will draw together and the body of Christ will become the body. Because at the moment, the body of Christ is retarded. Now don't look at me like that. It's actually a medical term. Right? There's something, something wrong with the body of Christ. It's not thinking like it should. It's not acting like it should. It's got a serious limp. Why? Because it doesn't have the mind of Christ. You know, we don't function the way we're supposed to. You know, and a matter of fact, the body of Christ has a belief system where they say everybody has to do the same thing. If you're not healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, doing all this stuff that has to be done, if you're not operating the gifts, then you are deceiving the body of Christ. That is what's out there. So what they're saying is the eye and the leg and the foot and the nose and the butt and the back and the shoulder should all be the same thing. And we understand a body can't function like that. As a matter of fact, my finger and my eye cannot meet. Right? That's just logic because then I can't see. My hand and my foot can't meet because then I can't walk. Right? So there's certain body parts that has to kind of function in what it's designed to do for the body to truly be able to do what it's supposed to be doing. And so in this time, Yahweh has shown me so many things and He's directed me to walk in the Spirit in a specific way, in a different manner than usual. And so what I'm going to try and do today is I'm going to try and get you to understand what your function is in this time. If I was a magician and I want to make something disappear or I want to show you a card trick and I want to make a card appear, you choose a card and I shuffle the pack and all of a sudden that card is on the top, which is not possible. I had to have done something to divert your attention from what I'm actually busy doing to have this trick work. So your focus will be on something else while I'm busy doing something else at the same time that this trick is playing itself out. You understand magic, right? It's not real. Some magic is real, of course, it's demonic. But, but what we see at an average uh, magic show is just diversion. So Yahweh is showing me that, and I want you to understand this, it's, it's not laid down in bricks and I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, it's fine. But we have to understand what's happening in the spirit realm. We have to see what's truly taking place. Now, if you look at 1947, it's the year that Smith Wigglesworth died. In this year, and in this time that he was on the face of the planet, there were sons, not, not as much as what's walking on the earth today. But in his time, there were sons governing creation. In his time, there was men and women, not, not many. I'm talking a handful, maybe even less. Because people couldn't even come into the prayer meeting where he was praying. I don't know if you ever heard those stories about him. He was a son operating not in the gifts. Now you look at his ministry and you think, it's about the gifts of God. But if you understood his lifestyle, what he presented, he was operating out of the heavens. Which means he was like Jesus. Jesus did not operate in the gifts. Holy Spirit was not sent yet. 
And we're beginning to understand these things. But Yahweh wants us to understand that in that time, there were sons governing. Much was supposed to take place in that year. But because there was not enough sons coming together, creation was not aligned. Creation wasn't going through the process of change because enough sons weren't coming together. Now you might say, see, one takes down a thousand. Two takes down 10,000. We don't know what 10 does because 10 could be a hundred million, right? Because 10,000 times 10,000 is a hundred million. And so much can be done with a handful of people. But in this time that we're in today, thousands upon thousands of sons and daughters like us is coming together answering the call of creation. Uh, are you guys understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So for the first time in creation, something is changing and things are getting aligned. Yes. So we don't see the evil in the earth because the media only shows us what's uh, for our eyes. That's not what's actually happening in the earth. How many understand that? A policeman getting killed, a child getting raped, a woman getting becoming a prostitute or getting taken off the streets or getting stolen out of her family. These are things we see on the news and it's a major problem, but that's not, that's really happening. And if you look at the Freemason um, group, uh, you start off at a level and it's, it's a harmless. You reach level 33 and they literally declare Satan as Lord. And it's not something that's known. It's not something that you'll see on CNN. These are the men and the woman that governs the earth. In our nation, we have to begin to see the bigger picture. So you can only see the bigger picture if you stand outside of creation. So now there is thousands of sons and daughters standing on the outside of creation, looking into creation, and we are seeing what's actually taking place. You guys okay? Yahweh is saying that we have to begin to look from outside of creation and stand within the mountain of the Lord. Because it's from this position that Yahweh will show us what we need to do. Is what's happening in creation right now demonic? I don't believe that. Well, 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 it has to be. It's demonic. Well, first of all, uh, matter of fact, five years, three years ago, I say three years, but it could have just been the other day. A very, very powerful dominant man of Yahweh in our circle says this. He says that oil will be losing its grip. So if oil has been losing its grip, and it has, we have electric cars. As a matter of fact, there is inventions out there that could take oil completely off the market. There's things that's already been designed. I mean, my cell phone, its battery can last a whole day, and it's this tiny little thing. If I can take this, this information or this uh, product and make it bigger, I can run nations on it. Am I, am I right? But it's been put under. Uh, so much to propel life has been taken out of society because there's, there's men and women governing creation in the earth, leaders, uh, high leaders in, in governmental positions, doing things that is not right. And we understand that. But it's hidden away from us, so it's not our focus. So what Sons has been doing over the last five years, if we have been teaching and preaching about alignment, and what do you think happens when alignment takes place? Gates are opening. Things are shifting into place. 
and those who were governing no longer governs. Those who are in position to do what they've been doing over the last 200 or 300 years or maybe less, 50, 60 years, can no longer do what they've been doing. Through the shifts in each nation, you can look at the nations that's, that this is affecting, things are shifting, things are changing, and leaders are losing their power, losing their grip, and things are changing. Sons are beginning to say, yes, okay, let's do this. Now we understand that much needs to change for it to get balanced out. For example, there's countries in this world that has more gold than America has. Are you guys okay? Look at me with that tone. There's countries in this, in this world that has more gold than America, England or Europe. But they are of the poorest countries in the world. How is that possible? How can a currency of a country that has gold in them be lower than a country that doesn't have gold? So we understand in our logic thinking, you can read of this anywhere on the internet, currency has to be reset according to the value of gold. It has had to happen already 20 years ago. It was rejected. It's a violent aggressive act. Now it has to take place. They were, where do you get your information from? It's being poured into me. And it has been poured into me from the very beginning when all of this happened. Yahweh showed me six years ago that this is about to take place. Yes. And I'm saying that's not to bring any form of fear because it's not meant to be bringing fear. Matter of fact, it's going to bless the nations of the world. Yes. But it's, to, it's for us to see what needs to happen. See, the Christians need to get this whole stupid idea of a building out of your mindset. So, so yes, okay, the government's saying you cannot meet, you cannot do this, you cannot do that. But the Christians have to get the revelation. Well, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We don't have to be together in a building to be together because I have divided soul and spirit and I can meet with Him at any given time of my day. I can go anywhere in the world and meet there. I can take my spirit into any place within this nation and I can be there and I can breathe the breath of Yahweh into the government, into my president's heart. As a matter of fact, you know what I can do? I can go into the dreams of the leaders of our nations and begin to speak to them and tell them what they need to do. But see, the government can't do that because they have to be bound by what they can do in a physical, natural realm. Yahweh is it's just bringing us to a place that we need to begin to see from out of His realm. Is the coronavirus real? Yes, yeah, sure, maybe it's killing people. And it's, it's, it's sad and it's not nice. But it's a diversion of what's happening. Why is the church all of a sudden worried about the flu? Just tell me, please. Why are you so worried about the flu that you can't focus on anything else? Because Satan so desperately wants us not to see the bigger picture. Because I'm trying to govern a disease. I'm trying to figure out how to get this thing out of my house. But Yahweh is saying, hey, look at what needs to be governed. Look at what needs to be brought into alignment. Because what you're supposed to do, you're not doing. You're trying to bind Satan. You're trying to lose Satan. You're trying to bring healing to the wrong place. A redirection. That's what's happening in the Spirit. So Yahweh is saying, take your mountain. Govern your house. Govern your street. Govern your town, govern your city, govern your state, govern your nation. Then go into the nations of the world because you are called to this universe. So the body of Christ are beginning to see who we are. Me and you are beginning to look at my face, my body, my soul, my spirit. And I begin to see the image and it is vibrating in me to such an extent that I'm multiplying into creation. I'm multiplying the image of Yahweh into every place I put my foot. And that's what's been happening and now alignment's taking place and let me tell you the evil has to fall and a matter of fact if you understand 
the Galactic Council, we are in a time of judgment and justice. If we're in a time of judgment, judgment and justice, then let's begin to see the judgment and justice that's taking place in the earth. It is not to destroy man. It is not to bring fear. Satan does that. Because he'll use any, any um, environment to bring fear upon you. Because if he can take your fear and enhance it, he'll re remove your faith. Because faith is the opposite of fear. So if he can redirect your focus, then he has you in his hands. But if we get to a place where we realize that faith is the currency and we have to enhance it, and of course we go into the heavens to engage with the fullness of who faith is, because it's not my faith, it's his faith, and I'm seated in him. I am governing from out of who he is, which means it's a supernatural dimension of faith that I cannot perceive the natural. It's when I breathe my breath into creation that it frames and forms his perfect world. We as the body of Christ in this time has to begin to take our mountains. <coughs> means that I'm seated in Christ. And I say this all the time. I'm not sitting on a couch. I'm seated on a throne. And Yahweh has been teaching me why is the seven spirits so dominant in the earth right now. As a matter of fact, if you can see them, they are walking aggressively, violently through the earth. Searching sons and daughters that's ready. Scafafling has to come to an end. You know what scafafling is? <laughs> My van has seen the last of its days. It's very depressing, very sad. But they basically have nothing for it. It can't do anything. So if I don't start it uh, or run the engine all the time, what will eventually happen is all the liquid, because the liquid goes into the engine, and then when you switch the car off, the, the, the water and the coolant goes into the engine, because the, when they designed the car, they made the head or something rounded instead of straight, or I don't know what the problem was, but it's a default in the Honda Odyssey 2007 model. So eventually what will happen is the water would, would rise up in the, 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 the pistons, and uh, it will stop it from running completely. So one day, um, and I don't want to confess this, but one day I'm going to try and start the car and it's not going to start. The petrol, uh, the, the piston is going to fuse and it's going to die. Now, I can't remember why I told that story. Okay, scafafling. So when I start my car in the morning, thank you, sir. When I start my car in the morning, all that water that's in the piston has to run out. So what it does is it, it doesn't run on all its pistons. So it's just going, pop, 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 pop. if I put my foot down, I can't drive like that. I have to wait until the water is out, and then I can go. And then I can go for the whole day, and I can drive everywhere I want to drive. It's fine. But when I stop the car and switch it off and let it sit overnight the next morning, it's going to go, pop, 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 And I can't use the gas because it's not going to go because it's just not in full force. The church has to now get a new engine. You either get a new engine or you get a new car. That's my option. It's not a very good option, but that's where we're at. Because it can no longer carry on, it's going to die. So we need to make a decision, and it's really not the full ecclesia. He said, a company of people, Isaiah 2, a company of people will come into the mountain of the Lord. Let me see if I can read it for you guys. You guys okay? Is it making sense? Now, I'm not trying to freak everybody out or anybody out, but if any country of the United Nations rebel against the reset of currency 
There's going to be what? Don't look at me with that tone. Pray about it. Seek his face. Stand from outside of it. When you're in it, you can't see anything. When you're in it, everything is a big chaotic mess. That's why you're a spirit being and you're not supposed to live in yourself. You're supposed to step out of yourself, look into yourself, what needs to change. You're not supposed to live in the city. You step out of the city and you look from the outside, from out of Yahweh's faces and see what needs to change. You step out of the universe and you look into creation and see what needs to change. So Yahweh's just saying, hey, let's begin to understand and perceive what I have revealed to you so that you can begin to do the things that need to be done. If we have to reprogram our minds and our thinking and understand war, let's go in and begin to manage and govern creation in the manner that it's supposed to be governed. And I cannot do it from out of where I'm standing right now. I have to enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's why we walk with the seven spirits because they show us our position. Once you're positioned in that in that that seat where Yahweh has placed you and you begin to govern mountains as we are supposed to. We understand that there's Ben Elohim, it's a created being from out of the nations, from out of the heavens, in the nation, in the mountains, guarding the mountains that the sons are meant to govern. Now there is mountains out there, it's a high place. It's a place of rulership, a place of government. It's places within creation that's governed by um, giants and dragons, right? We know this stuff. Sons have been going into creation through the leading of the seven spirits and we've eliminated these things. Have we eliminated all of them? Probably not, because they are hidden. That's why all of a sudden we're going into the cosmos. We're going into the earth. We're going into the ground. We're going into the waters of the, of the oceans. We're going into galaxies. Sons and daughters are going into creation and causing havoc for those who are governing mountains outside of the kingdom of God. So if you're a part of a, a, a kingdom of darkness and you're governing portions of what Yahweh has given sons, we're taking it back. Satan is losing his grip just like oil is losing its grip you need to understand uh, the, the, the law is this this is the law he who has the gold you guys understand what I'm saying it, it's not about the oil he who has the gold has what is it, what's it saying makes the rules and if oil is losing its grip why is it losing its grip? Because there's too many other inventions out there. And some of those has to go through. The government can't hold everything back all the time. They say, and I don't know who they are, but they say the $100 bill is not worth $100. But let me just remind you how it used to work. I would have $100,000 worth of gold, and I will borrow you 10000 of that. You will give me a note that says um, $10,000. I will take that note, and that note is worth $10,000. That's where money came from. So I have $100, but I don't have $100 worth of gold to back up that note. As sons and daughters, we need to begin to see what's happening outside of our perception and our bondage to what we see around us and start looking from outside of the faces of Yahweh into creation so that we can do what needs to be done. We can't worry about the corona. Is it a problem? Yes. Can it come near my house? No. And that's the end of it. Am I going to run out of toilet paper? Yes, I might. So what? Th that cannot affect who I am. Am I going to die if I don't eat? Probably not. You know how long you can live without food? Water is going to come out of your tap, no matter what happens. So is it a necessity to have this stuff for us because we are, is it Eastern? It's all we know. It's all we perceive. But go to an African country where there's no, what's this toilet paper? Toilet paper? 
do it. I live in the mountains where there's no one. You have to fly a helicopter to come visit me. I've never seen shoes. Some have never even seen clothes. The women don't even wear tops. Some of the men don't even wear bottoms. That means they're naked. They have a little rope around their belly to uh, show their growth. So will it affect everybody? No, it won't. But we have to change our mindset. I'm an eternal being. And I'm growing into my position as an eternal being. My flesh is changing daily. Now, I might not always see the change in my flesh, but something has to happen because I'm going deeper and deeper into His kingdom. Someone came to me the other day and said, Gustav, I saw you in the Spirit hovering over a nation. And there was other sons there doing the same thing as you. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get to my notes. Not that I actually have notes. Let's just understand that what a Ben Elohim does. They hold the thrones that are not occupied, the governmental seats on the mountains, and hold the, 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 the portfolios until we come to maturity and they can give them to us. We have to begin to see this and understand that you have to grow. Hey, if you're not growing, you're backsliding. If you're the same tomorrow as what you were today, you're backsliding. If you're not continuously going deeper, higher, wider, you're backsliding. <laughs> Any response, guys, will be okay. I'm not fighting with you. I'm just I'm very excited about what Yahweh is doing. But, but we can't be excited if you're, if you're focused on the things of the earth. Because if you focus to this, you're going to get to what's coming to you in this earth. But I'm not, I'm not a resident here. I'm an alien. I'm a spirit being. And on the earth, we only have human beings. So what are you choosing to stay at? We have to grow out of it. My spirit has to constantly come over my soul to change my way of thinking. My spirit has to reignite my body because as I eat of him and drink of him, it has to change my DNA. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall be in the last days that the mountain of Jehovah's house shall be established on the top of the mountains. Which means Yahweh's house, the, the, the house of Zion or the, 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 the mountain of Zion will be established over other mountains. Again, mountain upon a mountain upon hills. And it's leadership upon leadership upon leadership. It's king of kings of kings. Understanding lords of lords of lords of lords. Yahweh is saying that my people that's under my governance has to begin to govern everything that's under them. And let me tell you, I'm co-heir with him, which means under me is everything else. But we will trust Yahweh that he will come and do it. We will trust Yahweh that he will bring healing. We will trust Yahweh to come do this. We will trust Yahweh to come do this. Listen to me, Yahweh will not do it. But why can you say that? Yahweh will do it. He loves us. He cares for us. He is that God. Yes, He is. But He's given you the authority. He's put you under Him. You are co with Him. You're in co-creation with Him. You have to do it. And if you don't do it, nothing's going to happen. Satan will come in and he will bring destruction. He will kill. He will destroy because you're scafafling and we don't want to grow. We don't want to learn. We don't want to stand up and do what we need to do. But I don't understand this stuff. You don't need to understand it. You just need to do it. Are you guys okay? The pastor is this all right? 
and many people shall go and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of Yahweh, to the house of the God of Jacob, and He will teach us His ways. He will teach us His ways. And for the last 2,000 years, let me tell you something, we did not get what we have from Him. We understand how it works. I'm sure it's been taught. If I am under the governance of the kingdom of darkness, because there's demons, or I say dragons and giants occupying mountains, high places, all over creation, then everything that comes from Yahweh to man is sift through the mountains. Because the mountains are the ones that govern, so the one who governs the mountain has the authority and revelation because he trades with Satan. Satan is a covering cherub, or used to be, and the covering cherub has all the revelation Yahweh poured in in the day. Satan did not turn, he did not release it, he kept it for himself and started trading with it. That's the demonic trading flaws. He traded with the angelic, they fell as they adhered to the trade. And then as they began to occupy the space, began to take back from the sons because the sons weren't occupying the spaces. Satan is governing, governing the mountains and whatever comes from Yahweh into creation, finances, um, mentally, emotionally, physical prosperity. He wants to bring us revelation, insight, knowledge. He wants to pour in to the nations in revelation, insight. All that comes from the kingdom of heaven, but it has to go through those who govern. Do you understand how governance works? I can't just do whatever I want to. I have to go through the governance of the nation to get what I want. So now that the governance is changing and Satan is losing his grip, how many of you understand more is coming in? Sons are taking over their positions. We're beginning to understand what I've received from Yahweh. Now I have taken back the mountains and Satan no longer has the hold he has. I'm standing on this position in the kingdom of heaven, moving and legislating from out of the heavens into creation. The things that I know and see in the blueprints that has to change. And I'm breathing it into place. As a matter of fact, I stand covered in the blood of Yeshua. I stand covered in the fullness of who He is, who I am as a son. And every time I walk into a different state, every time I walk into a different nation, every time I put my foot down, anywhere where I go as a spirit, that place begins to form and reshape itself and align. And things get pulled out. Things get placed in. Things begin to shift into the position it's meant to be are you guys okay and I know this might sound a little bit biased and I'm not trying to be but America is very withdrawn from uh, from the rest of the world am I right Americans are almost oblivious to what's happening outside matter of fact most Americans don't even know my language we don't even know that there's such a language. And that's okay. But it's like that in every other nation. See, Yahweh is just saying, we are going to begin to realize. As a matter of fact, a prophet spoke this and said, America will very soon begin to see the things that's happening in Africa. Yes. So the things that's happening in Africa will be happening here. Yes, well, let me just tell you, if that's true, if anything that I say today is true, we're in for a surprise. But the rest of the world's not affected by it because they won't shield it, shield it away. It's changing your mindset, standing in your position, and beginning to realize what I need to breathe into place. See, it's not a place of fear. It means that you need to grow, and you need to get excited for what Yahweh wants to bring into creation, because I'm a son. I'm a daughter of the Most High God. And when I stand with my Father in the mountain of Zion, He teaches me. Yes, yes, yes. 
And then he's teaching me, I'm growing and I'm maturing. And I'm not just growing in wisdom and knowledge, I'm growing in who I am as a spirit. And eventually before I know it, I'm overshadowing nations. And my overshadowing ability and capacity in Christ is life in abundance. It's Zoe. See, I can only legislate what the blueprint from out of heaven is in creation. I cannot do my own thing. And Yahweh is a fair God. He is just and justice. He is holy. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is righteous. He is joy and He is peace. There's not peace in all of the world. There's no, there's no justice in all of the world. There's no hope. There's no joy everywhere. You say, well, that's never going to happen. That will happen in the thousand year reign. Well, who do you think is going to bring the thousand year reign? Who do you think is going to bring governance into creation to let that rest upon creation? Jesus will do it. No, no, no. You are the son. You are the daughter. And it's full extent. You have been waiting and waiting, but he's been waiting. Yahweh is saying, see who you are and do what needs to be done. But it comes out of our growth. It's always been said in this meeting, worship, glorify, magnify His name, find time. Uh, now what? Now I can't go to church to get my tick? What am I going to do now? Well, you're going to do what you were supposed to do all your life as a Christian. Engage Him, worship Him, grow in Him. Your measure of your faith is not predicted how many times you come to church, how, many, uh, how much you tithe, how much you give. It's how much time you spend with Yahweh when you're alone. When you're driving in your car, when you're at home, when, when no one sees what you're doing. That's how you know how far you're ahead or how far behind you are. You guys okay? Yahweh is calling a company of people in this time to begin to realize that when I govern from out of my seat of rest, and my seat of rest is in Him, I'm covered by His blood. I love and move and have my being in Him. Nothing I do is outside of Christ. So I don't mention that all the time. I don't say that all the time. But that's the facts. I can't do anything without Him. He is my healer. He is my life. He is my, my everything, right? He is my covering. He is my banner. He is my, my consuming fire. It's in Him that I live and breathe. It's in Him that I move. I don't do anything outside of Him. But I have to do it because I have governance over creation. He has given me dominion over all creation. And let me remind you, according to dictionary.com, dominion means sovereignty. Uh-oh. I have sovereignty. You know what that means? It means Yahweh will not. Listen to me. It's not something you want to hear. But Yahweh is not going to come in and do it for you. We want that. We've been had that mentality. The pastor will do everything for you. Will make you get make make sure you make the right choices because it's a mother. Yahweh does not mother. Seven spirits might mother, but not really. They are fathering mothers. But they mother you to a place, to a position, and then they send you to the father. To be to be fathered is to be trained to do the work of the father. Because that's the function. That's what Yahweh wants. He wants you to do the work of the Father. And I stand in His faces. I, I enter into His face as His Son. I govern from out of His face. 
as a lion, which is a king. But I don't enter from out of his face as a king into creation, but I can. But I don't. I, I, I legislate from in the kingdom of heaven as a king into creation. That's my position. That's where I'm seated. That's why I'm co with him, seated at the right hand in Christ. I look out of the face of the man and I begin to operate as one who intercedes. The, the priest of God. Are you guys okay? As the priest of God, I step into place for the nations of the world. Because if I bring a nation into the court and I have not had the Father judge me and through the judgment I receive because I'm under Him, He's over me, He's my protection, I'm in His blood, the judgment through me is life and I begin to judge the nation to life because we were told not to judge. But in my judgment as a son to creation after I brought them into the court, it's to life, it's to bless, it's to increase, it's to propel. That's why our nation is to be judged by the sons. And that's part of legislation. Because as I stand as an oracle in the face of the eagle, I bring that into creation. But I stand physically on the face of the earth as an eagle, as an oracle. And I only speak what the Yahweh releases out of me. And an oracle speaks, a prophet speaks, and when he does, it changes nations. And let me tell you something, if you have never changed, and I say this, and I don't know who's listening to it, but if you have never changed a nation, by the way, you're not a prophet. It's because you said a couple of things that came out to be true, or that came out to be right, doesn't make you a prophet. If you've changed a nation, then you're a prophet. What a prophet does, a prophet speaks into creation. Let's speak into a man. That's a gift or the spirit of prophecy. The prophet speaks into creation, breaks open and tears what needs to come apart, apart and then repositions it and plants into that tore or open position what needs to be growing from out of that place. Now, a prophet comes from out of the faces of Yahweh and speak into creation life. But judgment. And of course judgment to life. And I stand as a, a legislator, as an apostle, as a father out of the ox of the face of Yahweh. And I come into creation and I begin to do things because I'm a leader. My daddy is the God of all creation, the God of all things. So as in my bloodline, I stand under him and I begin to bring things under me because I'm in Christ. I'm covered by His fullness and what I need to bring into creation is the life that I'm full of. And as I breathe it into place, I begin to gather under who I am as a son, who I am as a daughter, all that needs to be aligned. Because we understand the blood of Yeshua uh, aligned me. How many of you understand? Jesus did not die for creation. He died for me. He came to die for me, to restore me, to bring restoration to me, moi. He brought restoration to you, to the body of Christ, the, the man, the homo sapien, the one in his image. And from that restoration through the blood, everything else has to be restored because that everything else under man is governed by man. But that which Yahweh governed, He restored with His blood. Now man has to restore everything that was given to him after he has restoration through the blood of Yeshua. So I restore what needs to be restored, everything that's under me. 
This is not rocket science, guys. It goes far as far as says Christianity 101. We just need to begin to understand who we are. I take what Yahweh has given me and I breathe it into creation from out of his faces. That's why he said, come live, move, have your being in me. Satan wants us to worry about a, a, a coronavirus. So what if you die? Well, what do you mean? It's not going to be nice. It's going to be really sad. But if I die, it's going to be really, really sad. I hope. <laughs> My family's not going to be too impressed. But that's not going to happen. But I will not allow it. Moses did not allow his body to go. Matter of fact, he took his body into the heavens. How do you do that? Because he saw his tomorrow. We are consumed with the spirit of Yahweh. And it is the, the spirit of Yahweh, the Holy Spirit, that is the ecstatic state of prophecy. Which is, I can see my tomorrow in Him. If I can see my tomorrow today, then nothing can form against me. Because if I know my tomorrow and I'm in my today, then I know that I'm going to meet my tomorrow. But I know it already today. My today is not even past. If I've seen my tomorrow, then nothing that happens today can harm me. And then tomorrow I come and I step into my today and I already see my tomorrow. But see, we are so earthly minded and we don't believe that we can do that, but I can. Only Yahweh knows the future. Well, I'm in Him. I live in Him. I move in Him. I have my being in Him. What He sees, I see because I see through His eyes. Now, if you don't perceive that, if you don't know that, that's okay. But the reality and the fact is, yes, I can. And yes, I should. And if I don't do it, let's do it by faith. If you're wrong, so what? Because how many of you understand? Everyone in the nations of the world has the wrong theology somewhere. But that doesn't mean that we can't be family. Doesn't mean that we can't love each other. Just because you believe something different or what I say you don't agree with. That's okay. But you're not supposed to try and prove me wrong. You're supposed to try and prove me right. Matter of fact, the right way of studying theology is to prove what's said right. And not to stop until you find an answer regarding what was said to prove it right. But what's the point of that? You can prove anything wrong. But Yahweh is saying, in this time, we need to find what is the purpose. Can we stop it? I don't think so. Do we need to stop it? I don't think you should. I don't think it needs to be stopped. The virus is a pain in the butt. Sure, absolutely. Quarantine is a pain in the butt. Gyms being closed. Ah! But I've got some weights at the, at the house. Mine We're going to be good. Mine Your gym hasn't closed. Okay. So yeah, there's issues. There's problems. But what's the underlying issue? It's a redirection. He's trying to take our focus off of something. Now, we understand the government does whatever the government does. It's a choice that they make. It's something that has to happen. We brought alignment. Now alignment's taking place and we're freaking out. Let me tell you, alignment's not nice. I remember being in a car accident. I broke my tibia. I think it's a tibia, right? Or the tibia. The tibia is a tiny, small little bone next to the big bone. And I broke it in two places. And so it went like this. And it was extremely painful. And... Uh, very weird. So uh, we, we went to accident in the morning about 3 o'clock. The guy driving was motherlessly drunk and I was not impressed with him. He almost died so I had to apologize because I was freaking out on him. Um, we went to bed and only 2 o'clock the next day we went to the doctor. And so when I got there I was in pain and they gave me the pethidine. 
They gave me pethidine, two moles of pethidine. Woo! I like pethidine. Damn. And so I was out of it. But I was just sitting waiting for the doctor, but they already gave me the shot. So I got to the doctor's office and he gave me two sets, two shots, two, two moles of pethidine. Woo! That was good. No, there was no pain. I could, I would, I would, I would make a backflip on that leg. It was so intense. But then what happened is I had to go to a, with an physio. She had to realign the, the ankle. My ankle popped out. My ankle popped out. So they had to pull the bone straight and pop it back in. And she gave me something. I don't know what it was. Can you remember? Woo! Wow. All I remember is uh, seeing little flowers on the roof. She told me that I, she would be able to tell me, ask me anything and I would give her the answer. Anyway, she had to realign my, my leg for me and it didn't work. It was broken so badly and it was out of place so badly that it kept popping out. So I had to go for an operation and they had to put screws in. But when I woke up in that hospital, my wife, my, my, she was my girlfriend at that stage, she was gone. I was naked in a wheelchair in a public, uh, public uh, hospital in South Africa, which is the biggest place you've ever seen in your life, uh, an aisle where there's nobody around me, miles of aisles that way, miles of aisles that way, and I'm sitting there, and I just woke up. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> they took me in for the operation, and this big guy like me, I mean, he was like short sleeves, tattoos, big chain around his neck he's pushing me into the operation table and I'm thinking wow interesting he must be a nurse anyway so another guy comes in with a little glasses he gives me a, a shot in my back what do you call that when he makes you numb epidural and he looks like a real doctor so when the surgeon comes in it's the gangster and now I can't feel anything I'm like oh my god but what he does is he cuts my leg open he has to show me I have to stay awake they show me on the TV what they're doing. Cuts my leg open and I see the broken bone. I want to pass out because I'm not in the mood for this. But what he had to do is he had to pull my leg and he has to like, it was aggressive. He was seriously not playing around. They had to drill holes through. It was just violent, man. They had to pull stuff, remove stuff, then put that plate in, put the screws in. And they had to cut down all the way to my ankle to pop the ankle back in to put a screw through the ankle. And, and it's just like, it was nasty, man. He was throwing my leg around. I'm like, excuse me. I will slap you. <laughs> but I couldn't really do anything because I couldn't walk. You know, they paralyzed me from my bottom down. But I realized when I woke up, asked my, uh, she, okay, asked my wife, asked my wife. She was my girlfriend, my fiance at that stage. She was just my girlfriend, eh? I was in such pain. And they, they didn't have any pethidine. Oh, well, they did. They gave me two more. That wasn't enough. Tylenol. Anyway, I was in pain. I was crying. I was so sore. And, and all I'm really trying to matter, I, I took like what, 40 panados. I took like a lot of time. I was like overdosing. I was like pouring this down my throat. Nothing was working. Luckily, by the time I was like, they brought me more pethidine, which didn't help. And of course, anyway, the, the process of getting my leg fixed was a nasty, violent, aggressive experience. So if anything is happening in creation right now that you don't like, it was our fault. We're doing it on purpose. 
we're aligning creation. We're bringing things into place. We're bringing things into position. We are restoring all things. And that will be the currencies of the world. Not just the currency of America, but we're American. No, you're not American. You're heavenly. You don't belong to this kingdom. You're no longer a human being. I was raised a South African, but I no longer feel like I'm a South African. I'm definitely not an American, but I sometimes think like an American. This morning I say to my kids, don't walk across the grass. That is, by the way, only something an American will say. So the rest of the world plays on grass. Just, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but things are getting aligned. Things are getting propelled back into place. So let's just govern it. And we do it by faith because we really don't know exactly what we're doing. But remind yourself as a soul and as a body that you love, things are going to work out fine. Not the way you perceive it, not the way you want it, but the way it should be. The way the blueprint's shown, and we've read the blueprints. Ask your spirit man. It's read that blueprint. It knows how it's going to play out. Maybe what I said freaked you out. Maybe what I said is, is not even almost right. But what I feel in my heart is this is exactly what's happening in the nation, and we need to begin to govern it. What we can govern in the spirit needs to be governed. What we can align, we need to align. We need to bring it to place. We need to bring it to place. And it's you as a spirit being coming out of the heavens in the fullness of the glory of Yahweh coming into the atmosphere, breathing his breath into position to frame what was on the blueprints so things can begin to fall into place. Amen. He was a prophet. He has since gone on to be with the Lord. He addressed he addressed the gold that America was no longer under the gold standard, that we didn't have any more gold, that our gold standard was now oil. But he predicted that oil was going to go away and the new gold standard was going to be information and information was going to be ruled by China. Gustav. That was a lot. I just I wanted you to let it settle in your spirit. It, I, I don't know if you can remember everything you said or uh, comprehend everything you said. But I want it to settle in your spirit about who you are in creation. We're going to dwell there for a while. We're going to dwell there for a while. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I concur whatever he said. I don't remember it all, but my spirit man was going cuckoo, so. I know it's right when my spirit man's cuckoo, my flesh is like, dope. Just let it sit. Just let it sit. Just let it sit in you. While the word's over, we should go. No, no, no. Let, let it sit. 
it's like a cloud right now in here. It's in you. You know, when we do Zoom next week, I, I need you to draw just like you're drawing today. And it'll probably just be for a week or two. And we'll be back here. Engage. God, I, I want that word just to sit in me. to receive it. Let your spirit man tell you or whatever the right way to say it. Just exorb it. See, frequencies of heaven came out and governance of heaven came out. Yahweh's plan for sonship came out. You just need to receive it. anyone wants to trade into that word and the Gustav, I would encourage you to do that. All right, Gustav, why don't you come up here? And uh, I want to become that word, sir. You moved me today more than you've ever moved me before. And I know it's not used for the God, but it bears witness of me what I've been crying out for so long. I want to trade it into into that word, that frequency that we frequent together to become that. And I encourage you to trade it to this word. You know, why? So it can frequency in you. So, uh, Yahweh. Yahweh, I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. God is moving. It's a gateway that opened today, a doorway that opened today. You open, sir, over this house and in our lives and have made available to everyone's listening and whoever will hear this in the future. That gateway is open. I receive it. Walk through it right now in your spirit, man. Just walk through into that sonship of your governance of who Yahweh is. I'm not asking you to give money to buy it. You can't buy it. I'm honoring the word. I don't have a lot of money. 
you know, but I'm honoring that word. Honor that word. Man, can you hear that? You ever seen the doors? This is what I'm seeing right now. God speaks to me through movies a lot. The old King Kong movie. And the two big gated doors, you know. And King Kong's on the other side. With the pretty little blind he's trying to eat, you know. It's like, I see those doors. They're ancient doors. And they're like, I can hear them like, like if they were popping. As they were opening. From a place that they were stuck for so long, sir. So long those doors were stuck in. To the sons of Yahweh. Within us. word says when we see him we shall be like him for we will know him I'm not talking about when you kick off I'm talking about today today this is available everything that was said this morning is available today you might have to mature in it it may take you season to mature in it I know I long to mature in it now, I, I thank you sir for sharing with us for being part of us you know how much it touches my heart and blesses me. God. I've always longed to go somewhere that I believe was beyond what we were taught, you know? And the things you're saying just bear with us with my spirit so much. It's like there's a whole world out there just waiting for suns to arise. takes time. I understand. Yahweh. Yahweh, you are forever incredible. Just let it happen. It's like a blanket in here for a cloud of God's glory. Just let it rest on you. Why? Because we're in it already. In Him we live, we move, we have our being. day that the prophets forever have longed to see. They long to see this day. The ones that have gone before us, the ancient ones that watch over us, they long to see this day. Thank you, Yahweh. They don't say, oh, I don't know it. I don't understand it. I don't know it. I don't understand it. How'd you have to have to preach after that guy? Dude, I'm so glad I'm not a human man. It'd be like working out after him, you know. I grab 10 pounds, he grabs 5,000 or something, you know. I've been a little wimpy here. But don't work like that in the kingdom. We're joined together for the transcendence of Yahweh. All you have to do is say one thing, yes. Just yes.
yes. I say yes. in the mountain we're closed I mean we're closed but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing I saw this mountain in here come up and it was like this little mountain like a peak low and then all of a sudden it just got bigger bigger and went higher 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 and it kept going higher into the sky Yahweh said go sit in it go sit in it go sit in your mountain mountain of Yahweh there's a scripture that says fear not nor be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee write that on your forehead today because he's with you he's with us I thank you Holy Ghost I thank you Holy Spirit angels in this place right now. It's crazy. Just bask in his presence. Just bask in his love. Messengers on assignment waiting for our declaration to follow their assignment. Waiting for the sons. Waiting the sons to arise and the legislate and govern according to the very blueprint of heaven and the angelic beings are attached to that blueprint. They're attached to that scroll. They're attached to your voice, your frequency. Anxious. I see them anxious, longing to do according to what we declare and decree and settle in the heaven and settle in the earth. For sons can settle things in the heaven and the earth because of what we're seated in. Being in Christ. Thank you, Yahweh. I want to encourage you, don't miss next Sunday. Uh, start your Zoom around 10. We'll start around 10, 15. Um, if you need any information, I will be texting you a link. And um, Chris, during this week, you call him. He's very uh, familiar with this app and what to do. So you can call him. He'll walk you through it. And um, we'll have a whole service set up for you next Sunday. That will be going live at 1015. Uh, no matter what, you can just turn on anytime. You can ch- jump in anytime, I think. Is that the way it works? You can jump in anytime. You want to tell your friends. If they're not going to get scared, go ahead and tell them. They can jump in too. And they can actually get off if they can't handle it. 
and I don't know what's going to come out of our mouths. Just give me a moment. I just don't feel that release. It's like he's birthing a new frequency today. Right now. Us joining into this word. Coming in agreement with sons are. He's birthing something right now. We'll see you Thursday night. Don't forget, Thursday night. And zoom me in on, um, look it up on Facebook or call Chris and he'll tell you how to get that done for Thursday night too with the Hebrew class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Y